Ryan Gosling, you know, he's been in The Notebook. He's been in... Um, Blade Runner, super good in Blade Runner. Ryan Go- Gosling has been known for this kind of heartthrob uh, rom-com guy. He's going to be in, in kind of the same thing, but it's going to be very odd because he's going to be kind of plasticky. once again another flagship episode happy monday we're gonna get the last and we're gonna have a good time you guys are gonna give me more gray hairs just go with the flow (laughs) go with the flow (laughs) dude i can't take it Welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wiseworks podcast, all you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs. You've mastered it. Wonderful mastered. job. After You've really improved. Three seasons? Three seasons. You've three mastered seasons. it so much you did it on the on midnight, midnight I did. <laughs> Actually, I know. I think we. I think it's been, this is season number four, because we, we started oh, this. We started Since last why? summer. So we started it last spring, summer. So spring, summer, fall. No, we oh, didn't do the intro no with spring. No, in the so spring. Summer, fall. Summer, fall. Summer, summer fall. No, spring, fall. No, spring. Look, you're missing. So freaking <laughs> summer, fall, spring. Summer. Now we're on season four of the intro. While we do the same intro, yeah, I wouldn't say this season counts, but uh, we're in the middle of the season. It is what it is. I got it down. <clears throat> Do you guys think it's a uh, it's it's fun to say? Yes, you still enjoy it. Oh wacky yeah, wonderful wise words podcast. Wacky wonderful. Do you think when we're at like episode four thousand and seventy, it's going to get annoying? Do you yeah. think we're still going to be saying it? No. Will we still say it? Probably not. Will we maybe have it in the intro or something or up on the board? Maybe that way we don't have to say it. It's there. It's there. I mean, there's something that we did not acknowledge on footage. We just went with it. Mm-hmm. We've dropped thirty second stories. We in the did midnight special. on the midnight special. On the midnight special. So we did thirty second stories, and we kind of dropped that. We just we started getting bored with it, so we just were like, nope. Well, it and it started it when it became a chore. Yeah. Right? Well, the thing is, the pro here's our main problem mm. is we started getting into conversation, and then it would break the before conversation before we would do thirty second stories. Yeah. It would it would so it would break a conversation yeah. that was going somewhere. Right. And so it. It, it it could get tedious. You'd have to come up with ideas. It breaks the conversation. And when that happens, when you're not having fun with it anymore or you're looking forward more to just talking mm-hmm. than, just than stop. doing it, then, yeah, you stop. And maybe we'll bring back something like that. A new something version of it different for a while. At some point. That's the thing. That's the beautiful thing about the Midnight Special, which if you listen to this and you don't know, comes out on Friday at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. on audio platforms. We don't have a video version of it except for on our Patreon. Um, it, it's free flow. It feels more like a just a random podcast or just like a sit down and talk about things and people can join in on our topic of conversations. Um Speak just be a fly on the wall, you know. Uh, so once in a while we have to do it your way because of job stuff. Um, oh, oh, oh. where are you going to be in California this weekend? Are you going? No, I'm. I'm going to be in time zone. No, I won't. I'll be. I mean, I will. I'll be in Pennsylvania. Okay, so you'll be in this time zone. Yes, I will. So it won't deter our virtual recording schedule. (laughs) So that's good. It's so freaking annoying to go to California and record because first off, don't care for the state. Second off. 
Um, when we, when we try to record virtually, especially the midnight special or something, mm. it's like you guys are recording at like nine p.m. Mm-hmm. and I'm recording at like four, you know, in the afternoon. So I like, I finish a shoot, go directly to my hotel room, open the computer, set up a camera and we're going, you know what I mean? So it's like nonstop for me. And you guys have had like a four hour break. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the California stuff is a bit annoying, Yeah, but I mean, you're going to be in Pennsylvania. Yeah. We don't have to worry about it. There's no problem with that. And then in July, at the end of July, I'm going to... Florida, which is the same time zone. Same time zone. So heck yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a call back from last season, okay, and, and talk about something that you promised me and Wyatt. You promised us a gift. Bucket hats, a signed poster from somebody. Yeah, we never got. That. I never got that picture. I'm gonna be honest. I the the producer said they were sending it to me. And it might be on my desk at work and I haven't been at my desk in like months. Okay. That I, it might be sitting there and I For totally real? forgot. Yeah. Wait, why haven't you been to your desk? Because I don't like when I'm in video, I'm I'm on trips. Oh. Okay. When I'm not in when I'm not on trips, I'm in editing, which is a different desk. It's an editing suite. So I haven't gone to my desk for the video department. What if somebody months. stole it? What I mean, some, I don't know. It's in a package. That would be illegal. And I don't know why somebody would want a picture, a signed picture that said that's signed to me and Josh. From Claudia, the from Claudia. actress of the girlfriend of Marty McFly from but Back to the Future. Back to the Future. I, we need that. We need to hang it up in our apartment. Oh, all right, somewhere. look. Tomorrow. I'm you going to work. Card? Can we go get it today? I, we could if you <laughs> oh, want to go you, out you there. Could? Yeah, I could go in the building and get it if it's there. Mm-hmm. But we also might get there and be like, oh, it's not here. Yeah, it hasn't come in. Awkward. I mean, it's, it's kind of like playing the lottery. Let, let's just play the lottery today. You want to go no, roll some dice? I'm not. I'm not. No, no, we'll get it on Monday. But I, I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Next time I see you. Yeah, let's, I'll bring it. Okay. <laughs> good uh, you guys will get it at some point yeah it's not just gonna like dissolve into the ether somewhere it's mm. a physical it piece might. it's a physical picture that's real it was signed to you guys yeah but if it never makes it back to you then it can never make it to you guys listen you should just you should just said send it to this address and send it to our address that's what you should have done when you said that the producer was sending it to you mm-hmm. you should just been like send it to Send it here. Birch Lake. I don't know. <laughs> they get our, they've get they been getting our mail mixed up. Somebody else they, might get our Marty McFly poster. That would be. That, that would suck. suck. That would, <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, I don't know who Wyatt and Josh are, but. <laughs> here you go, <laughs> This wall. is mine now. <laughs> it looks like it's signed it's like, by somebody. It's like important. we go on Facebook Marketplace and be like, we're selling a authentic sign poster. Uh-huh. It's like from Claudia. <laughs> What? I am Josh and he's <laughs> <Yeah>. Wyatt. <laughs> I would like my picture, please. All right. $120. Exactly. <sighs> Just to get my picture? Freaking, um, there was, I had a thought that I was going to bring up. Oh, um, when it comes to the podcast, when it goes into the future, what? I'm just imagining me and Wyatt going and trying to meet the person to get our poster back. But we do like the table method, you know, where like someone does it, someone acts like a table and you push them over the and push them over and steal the poster. 
What if someone gets to back behind their yeah, knees? Maybe you. <laughs> and then we push them and they fall over them. Yep. And then we just. That's like it. a Sean and Gus move. Uh, what uh, were you saying about the podcast? So regarding the podcast, looking into the future, do you guys see like what it, what it looks like in the future? Because I know this podcast is going to evolve over time. Mm-hmm. At some point, we'll probably either add guests back to the show yeah. or we will. Um, individually do versions of our own podcast that's surrounding the WiseWorks podcast where we talk to guests. There's a whole host of ways that this can evolve yeah. you know, over time. So when we think about like episode a thousand, which is way ways away from now of the WiseWorks podcast. Yeah. Like, what is it going to look like? Is it going to be so, cause the thing is also think about this. We call it WiseWorks podcast. And I think that name is sticking around, but think about this podcast in 10 <clears throat> years could not even be like a trend anymore. And some other trend that's like a similar format has taken over and we morph a podcast into that similar trend that's still ultimately a free flow conversation or a topical conversation, but it's not necessarily a podcast anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, to be honest, kind of like how GMM has turned into a game show instead of, you know, I could see this podcast, at least as of now, I see this podcast channel turning into like your mom's house. Oh. And being multiple podcast iterations of certain personalities. Yes, personalities. So, like, we could have a guest uh, podcast that's that you host. So, you mm-hmm. and a guest, or mm-hmm. me and a guest. And then we have the main podcast that's, that's surrounding podcast us or something like that. Yeah. What do you think? What, when you think about like conversation content, what do you think would be interesting for yourself, Wyatt, in the future? That, like, if you were to have your own show, you know, it's not a part of Wise Works. It's just going on the channel, and people that are fans of Wise Works is going to watch it because you're the host. What, what do you, what would you be interested? Like, what kind mm. of content would it be? Podcast conversations? Would it be? It, that's tough. I don't know. I, uh, hmm. it could be like the writer's room, or I don't know. Some after that, you've come out with a book, you're like given people advice on writing. I would love to talk about uh, books, authors, mm-hmm. writing. You'd like to talk um, to authors. I'd like to talk to authors. I'd like to I'd like to talk about a multitude of different uh, avenues and different types of media for storytelling. Yeah. Right? Because there's a whole host of them out there. There's um TV shows, movies, books, audiobooks. Um, I would consider like D&D storytelling. Oh. Um, there's all sorts of different kinds of things that people do where mm-hmm. they tell stories. And I'd like to probably have something like that. That's cool. Like a story, a story talk thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like that. When it comes to the studio channel. I actually had had this thought. I was like, what happens when, you know, we're going around, we're still recording content for like a podcast and everything, but then like we're busy, you know, creating content where you're talking to, you know, writers mm-hmm. and you're creating educational material or something for writers or writing your own books and you're out there freaking being the next Gary V or something, just learning marketing or whatever. <laughs> Who knows what you're going to do? 
you you look like you're about to kill me. <laughs> and then uh and then like I'm out there filming or something, making a short film and or a full feature. What does the studio become? Because it's still commentary on films. So I was thinking, what if like twice a week the studio channel is essentially like mini documentaries where we have like three people that manage it and film it, create the content for it, that follow us around. And we still talk about movies that we've seen where like we react to trailers or something, but it's kind of like in mini documentary form because at that point we'll have an audience there. It's almost behind the scenes. Yeah, it's form. like behind the scenes of our everyday. Yeah. Not like vloggy. I like, I, I, I've always kind of been on board with that. The Because um, I, I like the... Uh, the Corridor Crew mm-hmm. channel, which is their kind of behind the scenes, but they do stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like that's where they post their VFX artists react. That's where they post their uh, we do a VFX challenge, mm-hmm. you know, but it's also where they post their behind the scenes kind of yeah. stuff. Imagine like if uh, imagine like if that channel gets like three million subscribers, mm-hmm. it's a good size audience and everything else that's below that is is growing. The company's growing and everything. And we're making films and stuff and writing books and telling stories. And so ultimately the studio channel needs to be in existence because it's where we, it's our short form kind of commentary studio life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then like, what if it's like, I don't know, Peter McKinnon style where it's kind it's not a vlog, but it can feel like behind the scenes documentary. And like in the middle of the video, we're still sitting down and watching a movie trailer or mm-hmm. watching it on our phone. And like, we're talking to a camera and we give our thoughts, you know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of style of stuff. You know what I mean? Down with it. That'd be kind of cool. Like and like we do that, t- they upload twice a week and it's, it's telling a story in a very cinematic documentary style way. Yeah. It's kind of following us, but we still do the same type of content mm. just in a different format. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Do you guys ever think about this stuff? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes, but I don't. I don't know. You. I feel like you. You talk. You think about it more than Ben. Than I think about like interesting ideas for a video series that could be like really long form. Mm-hmm. Not like I'm not talking like three a three hour long video. I'm talking like over the course of months or years. Mm-hmm. Like a like videos that are are kind of behind the scenes of like i'm filming a movie i'm filming a short uh i'm writing a book yeah you know and you just go and you set up and you talk for 10 or 20 minutes about what you're doing okay you know and i wonder if i wonder if in the future if those kinds of videos would have any sort of like what's the half-life on that (laughs) you know how long would it last what kind of audience would it gain you know stuff like like if we have if we have an audience that enjoys that kind of stuff then go for it i'd love i'd love to do a little bit of that it's kind of a mix between a podcast and a video log not like a vlog Mm -hmm. like every day but like an actual like sit down in front of the camera and give your thoughts about something yeah it's because it's it's happening at the rate of conversation and at the same time it's not really a podcast yeah you know like i'd love to do something um where it's just i sit down and i say i'm trying to write a book mm-hmm. right here's what i have and here's where i'm thinking of going and then just do a short video about 
characters I'm writing, storylines I'm trying to tell, just as somebody who's never written anything. Yeah. You know, and doesn't have any kind of formal experience trying to write something. Cool. What kind what would people be interested in something like that? I think once people know your name and know who you are, they'd be interested in yeah. it. Yeah. Do we have an uh, an opener? Opener. Absolutely. We do have an opener. This is starting to feel like the midnight special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a sample for you. If you guys like this and you don't listen to the midnight special, that's kind of that's what it's the is. midnight special. Now, that's that's exactly <laughs> what it's like. Um so let's get into our opener. We're talking a little bit about the King of the North. The King, King of the North. Jon Snow. Oh. Whoa. That's a picture. <laughs> That's a picture of him. Sheesh. That's crazy. Those eyes, you know, the windows to the souls. So check this out. Uh, HBO is in development on a bunch of Game of Thrones, Westeros, Esso stories for series. All right. I'm, I'm here for it. We are. And we're here for House of the Dragon that's coming out. Mm-hmm. All right. In August. However... A new one has popped up that said they might create, we don't really have any information, so it could be post-Game of Thrones, could be amidst Game of Thrones, could be pre-Game of Thrones. I don't see it pre-Game of Thrones only because he doesn't have much story except for being younger. Yeah, he's really young. He's he's in- uh, Most likely not pre-Game of Thrones, but it could be, it could be like, it could be like a development because he's a Targaryen. It could be like his story in depth or his parents' story, and then he's popped in there a couple times. I don't. I would, Kit Harrington. I, I would mean. see more of a, you know, story that takes place with him post. Yeah, after when once he goes into yeah. the, the north, the north, you know, beyond yeah. the wall. Um, either way, Kit Harrington. It's rumored that he is on board. Like he's he's interested. And he's on board for whatever this mm-hmm. show might be. Now, we don't have a lot of information about mm-hmm. this, but I think it's interesting looking forward to, you know, House of the Dragons, looking at Kit Harrington's character for Jon Snow and looking at kind of him in the show in general. It might spark some interesting thoughts from us. What are you thinking? I don't know. But <laughs> he looking sexy. This picture is I, sexy picture. I, I was just thinking <laughs> he, he's going to like. Like a switchblade on yeah. him right here. He's <laughs> like, going to pull out a shiv. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Is the thing would they haven't? Would the most information that we have is that he might be interested, and they might be doing this show. Yeah. <laughs> so, would I watch it? Probably uh, yeah. anything Game of Thrones or anything kind of. I don't know. I mean, what what would you call the, the that genre, Game of Thrones? That would be like that's. I, I just I just always refer to it as like stories from Essos or Westeros. I because mean, are you talking about what, medieval fantasy? Just, just like yeah, I guess fantasy has always been something that I really like with Lord of the Rings, okay. Game of Thrones, with all this stuff that I really like that genre. So anything Game of Thrones, as long as it's not, they're they're not you know grasping at straws here because um it maybe there isn't more story to tell but they feel like they want to make another tv show so mm-hmm. it just feels forced well the thing is they then, have like a bunch in development not just house of the dragon not just this just others that they know that they've said they're working on like this number of them yeah and we don't know anything else about i mean it. the world of game of thrones mm-hmm. there is a lot that they could tell 
because it's very big. It's very, they could say a lot. But Game of Thrones is known for being very drama heavy, mm-hmm. but yet still having a good storyline. Interpersonalized. Stuff, yes. So they have Political. to stick with that if they're going to stick with that in that world, in okay. that So you're saying it has story. to keep the heart of Game of Thrones. It if has to keep the on. heart, yes. My my biggest issue is that for the first couple seasons of Game of Thrones, we had reached kind of peak storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the end of Game of Thrones, um, they had they rushed the ending, and then it's like half of the TV shows we got after, you know, after the end of Game of Thrones were very uh, there was no depth. The the stories were kind of subpar. The acting and the writing has been subpar mm-hmm. ever since Game. Of, we haven't gotten anything as you complex. know, complex or story driven or drama heavy, a- a- yeah. as good as Game of Thrones. Since it's almost like it was, there was a curse. There was a curse <laughs> after that last season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and my only worry is that we are gonna get more uh, Wheel of Time. Yeah, with this, we're gonna I, get more I, I Wheel of Time acting. Hold on, more Wheel of Time story right? It, and that's the issue. The Wheel of Time that that kind of storytelling acting mm-hmm. writing everything it's in everything now yeah every marvel show you see every star wars thing you see mm-hmm. you know everything the streaming services are putting out it's just permeated through everything yeah it there's like this curse of bad bad just it's like bad not, not like bad elements to a story it's like yeah yeah from the writer's room, mm-hmm. bad. So everything following it is bad. Right. Like even the cinematography, like what we saw with Wheel of Time, everything's way too vibrant and mm-hmm. bright for a medieval dark fantasy. Mm-hmm. What's with these like super exuberant colors? Like in a documentary, that's pretty. In a wedding video, that's pretty. That looks good. But we're talking about a dark fantasy like Game of Thrones. Make it feel dull, dirty, and not full of life unless we're in the shire you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's my only concern is that there's been this trend of bad writing yeah just bad writing and i don't want to see it it's it's almost um it's almost pandering you know (laughs) yeah it's almost it's almost treating the audience as if they don't understand anything mm-hmm. oh, you, you don't understand so we have to dumb things down for you mm-hmm. so the dialogue feels dumb the story feels yeah. dumb. they have to quick time everything <laughs> you know yeah. they have to make characters if if they're being inclusive yeah the inclusive characters have no depth they're just good at everything so i i, w- I would say game of thrones was never that because no. even like my favorite character was Tyrion. Because he had such this, I would say my favorite Tyrion thing Mm. they did in Game of Thrones was when he was like, he told the story, he was trying to figure out who was the leak and he, the, who's telling the queen, his sister, who, who like the, who who was was the informant of, on the sister. He told three different stories and then he was like, okay, whatever story comes back to me, whatever I hear is the leak because I'm telling three different stories a different way. That idea was awesome. It would it 
it gave him depth. It showed Tyrion how as cunning smart, he was and yeah. smart and everything. If they do that with a new show with Game of Thrones, then it will defeat the purpose of Game of Thrones. I haven't seen I haven't seen writing for a character like Tyrion ever since like since Tyrion. It, well, even, honestly, even who's... in even in the last seasons, the last like three or four seasons of Game of Thrones, Tyrion was dumbed down so that they could make room for Daenerys being the best character of yeah. all time. Yeah. Every decision he made was wrong. Mm-hmm. Every piece of advice he gave was he wrong. He was too smart and for it all made, to be wrong. And they made a big, huge deal of her needing an advisor. But you can't have an advisor if you know everything he says is wrong and i get that they were ultimately leading to her being like her father like her father yeah but that needed to be a little bit more gradual you oh that's across the board everyone agrees with yeah that, you but know? they they dropped him off with her and then it's like he was an idiot yeah she was right every time mm-hmm. every decision she made was right and he just kept making mistakes in front of her yeah whereas be- previously he he was constantly doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. It was like the battle at uh, the battle at King's Landing. It was his idea that won the day because of the dragon fire. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and he was like that throughout his whole career that's until the, he got with Daenerys. That's the point of character development: is to set him up as a cunning, smart character that another character needs, mm-hmm. and then you put them together, and it's. Strong, yeah, it's strong. It it progresses the story in a in a in a way that that creates weight, like in a way her that has yeah her you know kind of foolhardiness in the yeah. way that she just jumps into things needed to be tempered by his uh, no wait hold on let's think about yeah. this and do something smart yeah uh but it wasn't every time he did something smart it's like we'll sneak up into casterly rock through the <laughs> through the pipes and the drains uh she was like oh well there was nobody there so i'm gonna get on my drag and go burn people mm-hmm. that's dumb yeah it was like let's make her awesome and him dumb listen <laughs> they can't do that in this show this show has they- to be good I was I was severely only hoping this could be not post Game of Thrones, so we can maybe maybe potentially get Egret. <laughs> Give me Egret. There's no. not enough time. No. Okay, no, look. No. Even with if her. this is what we no, need, no, no, I need a full episode of him dreaming about a life with a wildling woman, and just bring Egret in for one episode. See, I could see that happening. I need Egret in my I life. See, I could no, see them doing boring. That. Are you kidding? Seems First boring. off. Rose Leslie is Kit's actual wife. Oh, okay. Go watch the traveler, the time, time traveler's, traveler's wife. wife. Kit's not in there. Don't bring her into this show. I she's already see... been in it, and she was incredible. Okay, she was good, but she's dead now. See, I they could, killed her off. I could see him dreaming of her, mm-hmm. or like you know, being up there and looking and seeing her in places. Maybe I could that see them I'll bringing a, bringing like her a five into minute, that. ten minute thing. Yeah, or not a whole episode. You know, like in uh, in Django Unchained, when you know he'll be riding past and he'll look over and he'll see his wife. Yeah, and she's not there. Yep, I can see stuff like that happen. Okay, um, that'd be cool, and that'd be cool. <laughs> but yeah, give me that's my Rose thoughts. Leslie, Kit and Rose, they're power couple, and they're both beautiful. Look at this man. <laughs> yeah, Here, we only have two it's photos. Over, dude, she's dead. She's gone. He shot her. 
No, she's very much alive. I've seen her in Time Wait, Traveler's what? Wife. He didn't shoot her? Who no, shot her? No, he, he, the kid shot her. It, yes, kid shot, shot her. I, I don't know. I mean, he you, held her in his you arms. Just, you just gave us Frodo. You were like, it's over. It's done. It's over. <laughs> it's, done. <laughs> it's over. It's done. It's finished, Sam. Dang it, man. <laughs> so gotta, what do you guys think? You gotta move on. So when it comes to like House of the Dragon, uh, you guys still very excited about it? Sadly, as of now, yes. We as haven't heard anything. We haven't right heard now, anything yes. in a while. It's been quiet. My my thoughts that I just went through still stand. Still stand. They still stand. I think that House of the Dragon is going to be a strong show. I think it's going to be not too not too different than Game of Thrones. I think it's going to be really well done. I think it's going to keep the heart, even just the way we see it. Still, like the in the trailer, the filming style, the pacing, the it feels like Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's going to be more politicized. That's fine. Poli- yeah, that's it's some of the best be- things we like about Game of Thrones. No, no, no. I mean, heavy. Uh, I mean, American politicized. Oh, oh you think so? Yeah. Why do you think that? This is HBO. Mm. Uh, because they already get their politicized out with like Euphoria. No, because Game of Thrones didn't have a ton of politicized stuff in it. In the early seasons, especially, and even in the late seasons, everything after COVID is politicized. Not time traveler's wife. I'm talking about. I'm I'm talking about anything with. You mean anything out of Hollywood is just extreme politically, right? Like PC. Yeah, everything is kind of just politicized after, you know, after COVID. Yep. We don't get anything. Um, especially in fantasy for some reason. Mm-hmm. I think it's because fantasy lends itself well to being like, it's not our world. So you can have- Change the rules. You can change the rules. You yeah. can, you know, but still. Didn't we, I mean, it's un with like Wheel of Time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a big, bad problem. I didn't even know anything about the story of Wheel of Time. And I got the feeling that so much was added with not even knowing the story. So if we get that from Game of Thrones. Now, HBO is not. You guys created Sopranos and you created Game of Thrones. Be better. And you created Euphoria, which was very PC. And at the same time, not PC. So if you can create those three hit shows, stay true to it. Game of Thrones. Not Game of Thrones. HBO has... Had a track record of being better than Prime <laughs> is the worst streaming service out there. I don't know. I feel like I mean, it's, it's probably not. It's probably it's, like it's, Tubi it's okay. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, but, Tubi's not. It's a no, streaming no. service, but they don't create anything with their, their shows own. and stuff. Okay, I just you know yeah, I had to throw that. No, out Prime there. is but the worst no, creator. HBO service. has had a track record of being pretty good. Mm-hmm. So hopefully. They stick with that. Hey, well, hopefully the creators of um, and the, of the production of HBO. I don't know who's involved, but they probably have like HBO people that are involved. Well, they've recently had two biggest historical hits. Yes. Game of Thrones yes. and Euphoria. Yeah. What, they is, can what, continue. Is, what is Prime had? They've attempted to have Wheel of Time and they're trying to have Lord of the Rings. <sighs> so potentially two of the biggest fantasies, two of the worst things well, two of the historically, be- I don't even yeah. know. I mean, we haven't seen Lord of the Rings yet. What happened? The at Rings the of end Power of season one of Wheel of Time. We backed we, out. We we watched what three episodes? We watched for like four episodes. Four episodes and backed out, and then stopped watching. I it was don't terrible. know. I couldn't. What happened watching. with Wheel of Time? It was bad. 
Couldn't keep watching. And think about this. We got a lot of views on our studio channel talking about Wheel of Time before being like, we're looking forward to it, kind of. Like, let's see what happens. We don't know the story. You knew the story. And then we started it and it's like, <laughs> no ma'am, yeah. no ma'am. Let me interrupt the podcast for just one moment. We have a Patreon and we do all kinds of cool stuff, including early content for like this podcast a week ago, a week early. We also have the midnight special a week early. So if that's something that you're interested in seeing some exclusive content like movie commentaries, pre-shows that we do each week for the podcast, go check out the Patreon. The link is in the description. We would greatly appreciate it. Let me stop taking up all your time. Let's get back to the conversation. I am already dreading the Lord of the Rings show coming out and just two episodes watching and then giving up. Mm -hmm. If we have to give up on a canon Lord of the Rings Middle Earth show. There's nothing canon but the books. The literature is the only thing that's canon for Lord of the Rings. Don't don't let them that, try to deceive. See, 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 no, see that okay. noise you made? That's how I've been feeling about like Kenobi. Mm. Yeah, but that's its own thing. I don't. I don't want to talk about Disney Plus right now. I want to but, talk about. But we're talking um, about we're talking badness. about big things, big yeah. big um, IPs that are being neutered. Neutered. Obi Wan Kenobi, as the wise words of uh, Jack Sparrow said, "Snip snip snip, Unicky snip snip." <laughs> snip, snip. <laughs> Gotta be careful. Yeah, it just. <clears throat> It's it's depressing. It's sad. It's frustrating. And it, it it really is. They're just writing in PC stuff to for the sake of being for PC. the sake for the sake of being PC. It doesn't add to the story. It's literal pandering and gaslighting a story. What's what's That's fun? What what's fun about fantasy is that you can explore, um, you can explore the kind of modern political or you know things going on in an, in a much more interesting way. Yeah. You know, you can explore it's like what what would this look like in a fantasy world? You know, and how would people think about this? What would the stereotypes be? What would the, you know, different things uh, how humans interact? Which is, you know, and you, you can know. explore that in fun and different and interesting ways and it doesn't have to all be stuff from our world. Mhm. Mm exactly. Which in some ways, you know, like this is a bad example, mm. but like if you're going to counter um, racism in a film or mm -hmm. a show, well, then look at kind of what Peter Jackson accentuated from the orcs in Lord of the Rings. They were very much being like orcs are supremacy right now and we're going to fight and destroy all humans. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's a bad example, but it's just it's putting a negative light on something that is a toxic idea and dangerous and evil idea you know what i mean so it's it's mild but you can you can work it in there um the example i was going to use was in um in sanderson's uh stormlight series uh -huh. they are fighting against essentially like another species of humanoid mm -hmm. which are kind of uh almost have not crab like they have they have like they grow armor mm -hmm. almost like a crab uh but like for the first book and uh a lot of the second book they're just kind of evil they're they're the enemy mm -hmm. 
but it, then it switches perspectives and you see that they're not okay and so there's a lot of um uh racial ideas that clash between the two peoples yeah you know and so you can explore that kind of stuff mm-hmm. in fantasy in a different way yeah and like in game of thrones the idea of bastards is very much looked down upon you mm-hmm. know and so and the whole thing is a lot about bastard children like making decisions to be heroes or making decisions that falls in line with what they've been told their whole life like ramsey and becoming mm-hmm. even more evil you know mm-hmm. what i mean right and so it you can tackle a lot of cool ideas. You just don't have to turn it into like, I don't like this king because he's a white man. Yeah, you know or, I mean? or, uh, or a have a character that's very clearly supposed to be like a, um, you know, southern like you know white sympathizer, which is what Kenobi did. Yeah, Kenobi did that with the mm-hmm. allies to the stormtroopers. That yeah, dumb that, little alien that guy, dumb, which which is really funny because he's like, no, yeah, I follow the Empire and do everything they say. Which and is the last thing a person from the funny, south would say. It's funny he's supposed to be he's supposed to be like the right wing, you know, conservative alt right kind of guy. He sound, but he sounds very left alt, alt left, <laughs> yeah. right? You got to yeah. follow the government, do exactly what they say. It's a mandate. I don't. Yeah. I don't I don't it's know. Mandated. It's mandated. <laughs> I don't know if we're still on uh, Game of Thrones, but uh, yeah, we're just. I know we're. I know we're just. We, 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 we passed Game of Thrones, so uh, you guys think this is gonna be a good show? Not. I think it yes, will. Yes, no. Just give me straight. I think it will. I, I believe It'll in be Game of Thrones. Uh, HBO. They're the one thing that hasn't really let me down as far as or, content. Or King of the North will be. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm calling it King of the North. <laughs> this I is not have zero expectations okay that, that's good go with into it with no expectations. i'm expecting it to be good and i'm expecting house of the dragon to be good like i said i've been i watched I'm, euphoria i watched mm-hmm. uh i'm watching time traveler's wife and i've watched other hbo shows for the most part hbo does good stuff I'm, i haven't seen them slipping i'm never ever gonna be uh disappointed again <laughs> I'm you never gonna. Them? I'm never gonna get my hopes up. I'm never gonna put my heart into something and get disappointed. I am only gonna be pleasantly surprised by things. <laughs> only that's it. Or now just on, be like, I expected. From that. now on, I'm gonna watch a movie and I want my experience to be like Top Gun. <laughs> I want to watch a movie and be blown away, pleasantly surprised. Go into it with no expectations mm-hmm. and come out just being like, yes, heck yes. That's it. I don't want. <laughs> No, I want to look forward to movies and shows, but Hollywood's making it really hard. It, That's why people like us difficult. need to step up. They're making it really the tough. The indie world is going to be like, we're here and we will not screw up Lord here's, of the Rings. Here's my pr- That's my problem with Avatar. I want to um, go into it with the great, last airbender. You think you, no, 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 no. Avatar. The way Avatar, of water? The way yeah. of water. I want to go into it. Be... I want to have such big expectations. The story's going to be there. But I don't want to be disappointed. No, no, it, it, It'll be no. there. It'll be good. It'll be good. I'm going in with no expectations. Well, if he goes in with no expectations, he'll like it more. The only thing I think I'm going in with big expectations for in the future is Dune Part 2. Okay. okay. The first one was good. Set really a precedent. Set a precedent. And now I'm going in high hopes. And hopefully yeah. all of the same creators are a part of it. We know that Greg Frazier is. Mm-hmm. Hans has said he's already started working on the sound. And score. Denis Villeneuve is obviously going to be there. So, 
Heck yeah, doing part two, everybody. Austin Butler. Austin Butler is going to be I'm in it. I'm played rough, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be fighting you, Paul Trades. Come here, Paul Trades. Come here, Paul Trades. Let's not fight. <laughs> yeah. For the for the the future of the universe. Mm. <laughs> Your dad tried to put me in prison for the way I was moving. Look, you you know uh you know who's playing this character that I'm curious about? What? Ryan Gosling. Oh, we're going straight there. Oh, is, we had, is that not next? That was oh. that wasn't that wasn't next. But that was close. You should have said Joaquin Phoenix. But before we do that, oh, oh. that's not Joaquin. <laughs> Wait, what? Joaquin? I always forget. Joaquin is subscribed to our Patreon. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, thank you, Mr. Phoenix. Uh, mi- Look, what? Cynthia. Mr. Phoenix. <laughs> thank you, Cynthia, for being a Patreon supporter. We love you. We appreciate it. This is the ad for the Patreon. The shout out. <sighs> shout out. Thank you, guys. You're the best. If you're on our Patreon, yeah, we yeah, love yeah. you. If you're not, you can easily become one. Just how go to is the it, link in the description. How Patreon. is it pronounced? Is it Cynthia or Cynthia? <sighs> it's Cynthia. You guys, I, Cynthia. I, I swear. Cynthia. I've heard this my whole life. Because I, I don't pronounce said, it right. Okay. I, always, I always said Cynthia, like a synthesizer. Yes, you guys, Cynthia. You guys say synthesizer? Yes. It, it, I, synthesizer. I, I've gotten this my whole life since Cynthia. I was... A wee little crouton till up into my toast days. Ever since forever. <laughs> Shut up. Podcast. Have a nice podcast. <laughs> Give it, sit down. Thank you, uh, Cynthia, for being Cynthia, for being a Patreon supporter. If you want to also become one, we have all sorts of options for you. Check out the link in the description. Joaquin Phoenix. Joker the sequel. Oof. There's only a little bit of information. We don't have to talk about it long if you don't want to. But it looks like the director's on board for creating a sequel for the Joker. Or Joker. Not the Joker. Just Joker. And um, it it appears... He he gets the title (laughs) for the... It appears that now they're in early talks with Lady Gaga to play Harley Quinn. And there's also rumors... That this could be a musical. <laughs> that's Weird. a hard turn. That's a that's a that's a. Hey, let's make a movie about like mental illness and the Joker in the DC no, universe. No, let's make this about. <laughs> I I would hope it's not going to be a musical, but I don't want it to be. No, it better not be. I say, well, it could be. You enjoy some musicals, and what if it's really good? What if it's exactly the same vibe, dark, and good storytelling as the first one, but it just happens to have Harley Quinn, and they're both really psychotic, and they do some awesome music that we play in our cars when we go to work, and that's it. That seems so... I, I do enjoy a what good musical. What if Joaquin musical. blows us out of the water with his I singing do, ability? That's like... I, I do enjoy a good musical, but it... I don't know. It feels weird it, based on the vibe weird. of the first movie. Now, it could just be a, a rumor could just be a rumor yeah but i don't know i'm not super committed to the joker or so, joker film so i'm like oh, well, let's give it a go <laughs> my my thing is i if they do this movie well and we actually get a joker mm-hmm. doing joker things and mm-hmm. not being crazy because he has mental illness if we get him being the Joker, yeah, right, and doing crimes, uh-huh. I, you know, being like a crime boss and things and not just a lunatic going on the stairs and yeah. stuff, that could 
lend a little bit more credibility to the first movie yeah. for me. Okay. Because I didn't care for the that, first that's movie. That's what a lot of people said, yeah. I didn't care for the first movie as far as the overall story and how they presented well, him. Well, it wasn't a bad story. The problem was it was Joker who was the character. Yeah. So it's like if you were telling a story about Andrew hmm. and he went through the same process where he got on the show and ended up murdering the show host on TV. Like yeah. that's a crazy story that's kind of entertaining and yeah. dark. It, but it the was, fact that this was Joker, yeah. it was kind of down. I, like, no, I, it, it was good but it didn't feel like it felt more like a um from a mental perspective it didn't give us joker that's yeah. what that's what why oh. it's saying though it, it because the joker's supposed to be like a crime boss and yeah. a super genius like a yeah. batman level mm-hmm. super genius and he's just not that he's just a guy yeah. who you know is dealing with mental things um, and puts paint on his face and shoots people on TV. <laughs> he's not like a super genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not like a master manipulator yeah. kind of guy. You think he might become that though? No. Not based on what we saw in the first one? Not based, because he's a, he's a, you know, it's kind of a fully dummy. grown adult man. Who's so mentally ill, he's kind of dumb and socially Who's, awkward. Yeah, who, who, who is... Well, he's so socially awkward, he can't get anything done. Yeah. He can't even clown correctly. I mean, he can kill, but that's only part of what the Joker did. Yeah, he killed people, but he also invented a lot of things and, you know, had incredibly complex plans Mm -hmm. and did lots of crimes. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't I don't think he at this point where we saw Joker, he would be a contender for Batman, who actually is in the story because obviously Bruce Wayne was in the film. Yeah. And yeah, Wayne Manor, Mr. Wayne, his dad. So this is obviously Joker with the world of Batman. Mm-hmm. So if we're saying this is where Joker fell apart, that's fine. But he has to he has to be a different person, a different kind of Joker when we re-enter. Yeah. And Joaquin needs to lean into Especially that. if it's a musical. No, especially if it's a musical. <laughs> if it's a musical, then what if it's a love story? Ugh. I'll That's say this. That's probably what it is. Good. I would say it's I didn't mind. I, I didn't. I haven't seen House of Gucci because everybody across the board says it's terrible. Everybody across yeah, the board says it it's terrible. So I'm not going to waste my time. But I heard, I didn't mind her in A Star Is Born. She played. Yeah. She was a very convincing person and character in A Star Is Born. Yeah. I'm so, not. I'm, I'm not mad at the casting. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's not bad. I wouldn't have seen Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, but mm. he did a good job. Um, I could see her as Harley Quinn. I just... It's going to be a different kind. It's going to be a different kind of movie. It's going to be different. (laughs) It'll definitely be different. And we'll keep you guys updated on... The first one was about mental illness. Yeah. And that the Joker can be anyone. And that (laughs) society creates them. The second (laughs) is about toxic relationships. And how, ultimately... The men are the ones that bring the toxicity. Yeah, that's what the whole thing is going to be about. The Joker, the master manipulator from the first movie, is going to turn Harley Quinn. <laughs> the first movie, the master, the master manipulator. Because yeah. that was the thing. He he, she was a psychologist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, and he and, talked yeah, her into Arkham, becoming. He made her was. crazy. Yeah, that's that's pretty canon. If you deter from that, that's going to be a hard sell. 
um, for a lot of fans. Yeah. I wonder if, do you ever think that we could just get in a room with some of these writers and we don't have to always present the best ideas. We just have to be like, don't, don't do your normal. That idea can pass. That idea is never going to pass. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They should do that. That's what Peter Jackson did with Lord of the Rings. You looked on the credits, pages and pages oh, yeah, and pages fan. Yeah, yeah. of fan accountability mm -hmm. for the films. When have you seen that since? I didn't even see that with Dune. Of course, I haven't looked. Yeah. Well, I'd say the fan accountability comes from uh, Denis Villeneuve, who was a fan. That's true. He, and Han and Han. The big three. <laughs> the big three. The big three were were huge fans of yeah. the Dune books. And yeah. so they made the Dune books. Yeah. That's true. If you're a big fan, it, it's it's partial accountability. Mm. You know what you don't want to see or you don't want to screw up in the story because it has ramifications. Yeah. Ripple effects, if you will. Um now you want to start back off with your kickoff? <laughs> so uh before we do that, I, I got to take a pee right quick. I really got to pee. <laughs> if you're a creator online, you do freelance videography or any kind of contractual creative work, and you need music that's copyright free, that's not going to get you in trouble with YouTube copyright search bots and all of the algorithms trying to find all the infringements you try to pass, go no further. We use Soundstripe here at WiseWorks and it has not steered us wrong in any account. It's actually really fun to go through and look at all the different categories, all the different genres, all of the different vibes of the music, and select which one's gonna be the best and most creative choice for that specific body of work or that specific project you're working on. And if you use the link in the description, that's our link, and at checkout, use WiseWorks10, that's promo code WiseWorks10, you will get 10% discount off on your first purchase. So we really appreciate using our link in the description if this is something you are interested in getting a subscription to for your content. Let's get back to the episode. Ryan Goslin, you know, he's been in The Notebook. He's been in... Um, Blade Runner, super good in Blade Runner. Well, I'm going in a, suit, in a kind of a direction. Sorry. Not Blade Runner, because he was an actual, you know, rom com yeah, star. Yeah. Uh, so he was he was in Notebook. He was in you know Ryan Go Gosling has been known for this kind of heartthrob uh, rom com guy. You named off one movie. <laughs> well, uh, and the Notebook's he, not a rom com. Oh, um, uh, what's this love? Crazy stupid love. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's number and, two. And, and, yeah. And uh he's gonna be in in kind of the same thing, but it's gonna be very odd because he's gonna be kind of plastic y. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't know how to change that any other way. He's gonna play Ken in Look I guess at his a, underwear. A, bar, a Barbie movie. Is that Margot Robbie? Yeah. Look, freaking He's got Ken got on his underwear Barbie showing. Barbie and Ken. Ken and Barbie. I'm going to say this. That's a pretty impressive Ken. It, yeah. It really is. They they both look plastic. <laughs> it's because they're so tan. Do you think, what, what kind of movie do you think this is going to be? Because I don't think this is going to be an actual Barbie movie. It's going to be a, it's going to be a comedy rom-com. Well, that's, 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 that's yeah. redundant. It's going to be a rom-com. That's it. A I funny rom-com. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a, um... I don't think it's going to be a takes place in the Barbie world, really kind of rom-com. I think it's going to be like a Barbie town. I don't think so. I think oh, it, you don't think I that? think it's going to be uh, 
uh, they play these characters in like a sitcom or something, but then they go out into the real world and they hate each other. Okay, that that's Sick. that's that's a fun that's a, twist. That's a fun twist. So it's it's like a show that they're this they're is a in, show, this or is a, a movie. TV show or something yeah. for for kids or for teenagers. Outside of the show, Barbie and Ken hate each other. <laughs> that's what I would. That hope. would that would be that's fun. That that would be solid. That's how I would write it at least. Uh, if it does take place in the Barbie world, just like this, what we're seeing. Is it going to be like 80s, 70s themed or is there going to be a lot of like this jean jacket? <laughs> is there going to be a lot of synth is what I'm asking. Synth. Yeah, there's going to be a little bit of like pop, synth like music. the Bratz Dolls music it mixed do with popping mixed. Like, you know, remember the music they played during the Bratz Dolls commercials? It's no, it's what like the Barbie ding, music. Ding, 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 ding. And no, just like, it's, a, like boom, it's boom, Barbie. Boom, boom. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Maybe. Life in plastic is fantastic. There you go. That's yeah. it. We know the song. I want to pull up the IMDb for this bad boy. All right. Yeah. Bad boy. I don't know. Because I, I, I spotted I spotted the cast name. list. Hmm. It's mildly impressive. All right. Impressive. First off, Will Ferrell's in this. Okay. Oh, of course, of course. That actually makes sense. This seems um, like a little. We got Emma movie. Emma Mackley, Matt Mackey. Okay. Yeah. McKee. Yeah. Um, she was. What was she in? I I remember seeing something recently that I really liked with her. Oh, she was she, in uh, the Death on Death the Nile. Death on the Nile. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she kind of looks like uh, she kind of looks like the lead who's playing Barbie here. Margot Robbie? Yeah, she kind of looks like her. She got a little bit of Margot Features. Robbie. She could play she could play Barbie's sister. Probably. Um and I don't know all, got, I don't know all the Barbie characters. Check this out. Um, yeah. Michael um, Sarah. Michael Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we she's on SNL. Kate Kate McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got the the Shang-Chi guy. I'm gonna say this, okay? There's a stereotype out there that says women aren't funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, don't 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 i'm gonna say this kate is hilarious uh-huh have you seen much of kate's stuff i mean she's I've, genuinely I've seen, funny i'll say this I have, have you seen, seen her hillary clinton i have <laughs> not seen a lot about her but of the stuff i have seen she's not that funny you're 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 but joking I, on yourself I, Kate I, is gonna a say, genuinely funny a lady. I have not seen a lot. I don't watch female comics. All that much. <laughs> yeah, she's not a it, And it's not because they're not funny. It's because I don't like women. <laughs> no. no, I don't I don't watch a ton of like stand-up stuff. The most I see of stand-up is like when I'm scrolling through my phone. And that's mostly guys. Okay. Um I th- it's either Isa or Isa Ray. Okay. She's funny. Okay. She was on a uh Actually, I think it was a Prime or Hulu show mm-hmm. about her being a stand-up, so it was kind of like a drama. Oh, America so Ferrera. Funny. Who? America Ferrera. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was in um, Ugly Betty. Yes. Yeah. It, there's a lot of comics here. This could, definitely has to be a comedy. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is a comedy. It's a rom-com. It's what's listed. Could, so Will Ferrell, could you, I could totally see him being the director for this. <laughs> for this film. For Barbie World. Yeah. It's, called, like, it's called Barbie World. Uh, it's a TV show, and he's the director, and he's like, "Yes, <laughs> this is what I want." About this yet? No, there's no synopsis. Um, I did want to say there might be when this comes out, so you can go look. I will say this: I've seen some of this director's work. Okay, 
So she was a writer on Lady Bird. Actually, mm. let me let me pull up her directorial list. Okay. So wait, this woman director? Uh, for <laughs> yes, oh. it is. But the thing is, what she's done is not half bad. Okay. Where's her directing credits? Here we go. So she's obviously doing Barbie. She's done Little Women, Little Women. Okay. which was which was pretty yeah. good. It had Emma Tim- Watson Tim- in it, Timothy Tim- Chalamet. Chalamet, Lady Bird, which had the same lady who played Joe in yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. in Little Women. Yep, yep. I didn't see Nights and Weekends, um, but that's all uh, she's credited uh, for directing. Uh, 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 um, the Stranger Things. I, I damn it. You think? That, dang it. Uh, I can't remember. Okay, remember. I've seen Little Women. I've seen Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. I think they were both solidly created. Of films, all right, but they're both um, they're both like drama romance, right? Yeah, and they're like they're like time they're rom coms and rom coms uh, and, and coming into yourself kind of films. Okay, you know, like it's it's people people coming into adulthood, people coming into like changing their behaviors or something for the better. What is that? Self credits. What is self credit? I don't know. I, oh, Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel line. Oh, where she she, she went on herself. On something, she's yeah. also has quite a few acting credits. So, okay. um, the director's name is Greta Gerwig. Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. Okay, Gerwig. I could see. See, I can see the the drama. Oh, she's from Sacramento, the best place in California. Okay, <laughs> I could see like the drama kind of stuff leaking in from from lady bird and little women mm-hmm. leaking into this kind of rom-com mm-hmm. uh, barbie movie i'm almost yeah, excited maybe. about this <laughs> if, yeah. if they're if, it's got will ferrell it's got freaking if they're doing what's going on in my head yeah <laughs> you know if will ferrell's like a director of this thing and he's wearing an ascot and sunglasses anytime you I mean, get and you get him doing his mega mind voice yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of a fun thing. But it's also got, like, there's a whole cast of funny people here mm-hmm. and good actors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this guy, he was on um, Sex Education on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's, I wouldn't say he's very funny. He's got physical humor, but he is, he's up, a very good actor. He's up and coming. He's not just up and coming. Well, he, I guess he is kind of up and coming. He's, he's a new he's face. A very I haven't good seen actor. him a ton. And he's from the UK and probably and he's got a name i don't know how to say his name his last name is got what get 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 what don't even try wait Look, there's probably a i'm paying him compliments you think i bet there's a pronunciation for his name somewhere um maybe on a google search yeah i don't know he's got a, he's got he's got credits yeah just, he i've seen him in sex education all right he's also been on doctor who the tv series or it's coming out still. It's not out yet. Huh. Um, he's up and coming. Yes, most of his stuff is not as well known, but all of the stuff coming up is well known. So um, overall, so you're 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 hoping this is gonna be like a this is gonna be like a real rom com in production, maybe happening in New York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I hope. Happening we'll in see. a studio I, in New York. I think Ryan Gosling definitely he be do be looking funny. For this role, and he looks like I think that's the point. He's if trying anybody to was gonna play Ken, hot. he can play Ken. I mean, can you? I, Nobody else. I think you guys can, can see like the the camera pans, yes, and, like yes. it zooms in on Barbie World, and they're doing things, and then you know, Will Ferrell yells, "Cut!" <laughs> and then 
he steps off stage and immediately lights up a cigarette, <laughs> right? And then starts arguing with Margot Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That could what? be good. There's a show or a film that's like this already. I don't know. I, I, the The movie tropes come to mind instantly. Yeah. There was a season of um, Curb Your Enthusiasm where they were trying to do redo another, like, uh, reunion episode for Seinfeld. Yeah. And it felt like that. It was like, you know, Larry David's behind the scenes trying to direct Seinfeld and Kramer and, you know, all these people. And- and it's like on a stage. Yeah. It's on the Seinfeld stage. And it felt like that kind of behind the scenes yeah. drama kind of thing. Well, you know? And, uh, you know, also the the idea of we work together, we hate each other. We yeah. have to like each other on screen. on screen. That's a specific kind of trope. And what, it's a really good so, one for rom-com. So yeah. what you're saying is, and uh, this could not be where your mind's going, but like they don't end up getting together. It's this third girl. With Ken. So, uh, like, in the show, they're together. Yeah, yeah. And then off, off screen, screen, it's Ken and this other girl. Ken and somebody else. Yep. Um, But they hate each other, but they're secretly in love with each other. Oh, so you think eventually they get together. Yeah. In, in off screen. Right. Oh, okay. okay. Interesting. Yeah. That sounds like a fun little... And there's probably going to be it's a modern film, so they might cheat on their significant and, others. And with Michael each other. Sarah is um, Will Ferrell's assistant, <laughs> who also is in love with Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> um, you yeah, could write this, bro. You, know. you could write this. You, write this. <laughs> you could write this. Just show Easy. me the cast list and show me some concept. I'm art, just saying, and I'll write you a story. It doesn't have to be complicated for it to be fun. It just has to be fun. Yeah, you I know. Should, I think we should cut this and put this on the studio channel. Maybe of, of Wyatt. Yeah, we'll probably. I'm, I I want to I want to write this. <laughs> you want to give write it to me, Barbie? Give me Barbie. <laughs> I want to write yeah. this movie. Personally, I, mean, I would have called it Barbie's World. Or Barbie World as Barbie. the movie title. Just yeah. Bar- well, I mean, is that the title? Just Barbie? I think there's the an animated series called Barbie's oh, World. Be. I think yeah. they got yeah. an animated series named Barbie's World, so that would be conflict. Yeah. Um, however, one out of ten. You guys excited? For this? <laughs> I'm. I, I'm, I'm gonna not, give it a five. I'm completely middle yeah. ground. Am I middle ground? I don't know. Am I excited for this? Yes. No. No, this, yes. That's what I'm excited for. I want to see a Ryan Gosling. <laughs> well, we know character. we're going to see it. That's going to be right so now. funny. Am I it's excited for seeing it right now? Not a ton, right? Yeah. I'm more excited for my own <laughs> idea, idea, which is not which. Dude, you are not far off. I think I think you're going with the most obvious idea for this story. It could. It's something close to that. It's if it's be. all this, I don't know... I don't know what kind of movie it'll be. If I'm it's going to be like everything is speed racer looking, mm-hmm. you oh. know? Yeah. I'm going to do this. Where it all kind of no. takes place in this weird no. fluorescent no. world. Well, yeah. We're not, okay. we're not involved in that. So this, will, is, no. this is what I'm going to say. Mm. We're going to, we'll put this on the studio channel, but I'm also going to cut a short mm-hmm. with Wyatt's prediction. And when the trailer or the film drops with that reveal, mm-hmm. I'm going to post that short and add the extra stuff to the end. Just so we can publicly show why it called it first. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. And if it doesn't happen, we'll bury it. I just love- (laughs) Make all the videos unlisted. (laughs) I love the idea of bright and flashy and then dull, normal human colors off stage. Mm -hmm. Rom-com. 
it's a fun concept. It's, you know, it's my kind of humor. It looks silly. It looks mildly Goofy. fun. Uh, his belly button is stretched from that those abs. abs. Look at that belly button stretch. Nice. <laughs> All right. Not a not a hair on him. Not a hair. <laughs> got that Brazilian wax. He's got that Brazilian just the on the face and, and the spray that tan. Spray tan. I like so. I like the spray tan though. <laughs> he, you know, you kind of need it for Ken. Yeah, it's the cutoff jean jacket, man. Uh, I was talking to Josh and uh uh not you. Uh, what, what I was talking to my you, cousin you last night. You talked to another night. Josh? Yeah. I talked to other Josh's. Wait, what? Um, you, you three, in fact. Yeah. No, me with other Josh's. Uh, and I was like, I was like, have you seen the new Barbie pictures with Ryan Gosling playing Ken? He's like, no, what is that? I said, it's real. I look at, look up Ryan Gosling, Ken. And then like a second later, he goes, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then he shows his girlfriend and she's like, is that Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> Ryan Wait, Reynolds. What? And I, we were like, no, no. Both Josh and I just yeah, yelling. I, I think I was, I mentioned it to you and you just typed in Ryan and it was the first thing that came. Or I you just in, put it like I typed R. in Ryan Gosling and then the first thing that came up was Ryan Gosling, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Best believe this is going to, this, his picture is going to be on the, the thumbnail of these mm. videos. Um, so we have one last thing to get into, Joshua. You want to intro this? This is your animation pick before we close out. Oh, okay, we're going straight into it. Go. What did did you use the picture? You, no. Okay. Go to the picture you gave me. Then. Okay, that's the picture you gave. That's Mickey not the Mouse. picture I gave you. But, um, so technically this is not Mickey Mouse. If people I didn't know it, this, I think it is Mickey Mouse. It, it is Mickey Mouse. Uh, for I'm gonna get I'm gonna educate some people with my, uh, my pick here today. This is actually Mortimer Mouse. Yeah, Mortimer Mouse. It is Mickey Mouse. That is the that is who this is. He becomes but, Mickey. Uh, Mortimer Mouse was the original name for Mickey, hmm. and uh, this is my animation pick for this week because you know we can't have an animation list without putting what the out the mouse. Yeah, without the, the putting mouse. Disney as much as we we clown on Disney. For today, they started video. the animation. They st no, they started the two D cartoon animation. Yes, they did. They they made some good strides with animation. So I'm gonna give them. Okay. I also included this because I thought it would be good to categorize your work and your words, like your your pick, yeah. because this has to be a contender for the end episode mm -hmm. when we're ranking these things. We're gonna call this early Mickey Mouse or. What is it, Mortimer Mouse? More, uh, we'll just call it Mickey because it, it is Mickey. Okay, yeah, we're calling it, Mickey. it early yeah. Mickey Mouse. We're talking once they created this, they went on a crazy ride and created a handful of black and white shorts with the same style of Mickey. All right. Yep. Minnie, Donald Duck gets thrown in there a few times. Yep. They introduced Pluto and then the rest is history. Um, so we're talking about early animation for Mickey Mouse because it was revolutionary for the time. Mm. All right. And uh, that's it, everybody. Don't forget, Friday night at 10 p.m., midnight special. Or you can go to Patreon and watch everything early. Like, the is, one that's coming out on Friday is already there. The one that's out on Friday is already on Patreon as you're watching this. Yeah. Because it came out this past Friday at 10. So go to the link in the description, select any of the tiers, and you can listen to that episode. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, what are you guys planning on doing next week while I'm gone? 
Probably sleeping a lot, you know. You said you're off Monday. I am for Juneteenth. This yeah. is this is like the normal. This is like number like whatever of Mondays you've been off. Yep. And in a couple weeks, I'm gonna also have off July 4th. Do you have off July 4th? I don't have off, but I took the day off. Okay. As I, I put in a vacation time because I was like, they should give you that off. It, July we, yeah, 4th. We don't do anything. It's the celebration of this country, so, this land. Boom, boom. Yeah, but I mean, to be Lowe's honest, Lowe's hates comes, freedom. To no, when Lowe's it, do hate freedom. Lowe's hates freedom, brother. When it's real, when it's a uh, real state, when it's real, uh, what what am I wearing? A bank retail. retail, retail. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, it's a big selling year day. Yeah. There are so many people that come in. It's gonna be for packed. their fake wood or their bar or their charcoal, mm-hmm. or they have to buy a last minute grill or their chips or their smoker stuff or all this good, all that. the goodies or even their grills. Thank you.